So at Christmas time, we celebrated the fact that through the gift of the Holy Spirit, Mary gave birth to Christ. And now at Pentecost, through that same Holy Spirit, we celebrate the fact that we gave birth now to the church. And so they're both very, very significant for, to us. But I think that as we take a look at that on Pentecost, it's okay, we have, we sang spirit songs and we're wearing a lot of red, but uh, this is a great question, I think, for us to deal with on Pentecost. Why bother with the church? Why bother? Why bother? Pentecost is the coming of the Spirit and what we are in our tradition believe is the birth of the church uh, is a time for us to kind of figure out where, I, where am I in relationship to that great mystery. And one of the things that's really popular uh, uh, that people say a lot of times nowadays is, well, you know, I'm, I'm spiritual, but I'm just not religious. Like that means anything. So kind of meaning that, well, it's kind of me and it's my private thing, I'm individual, it's, it's invisible. Well, the problem with that is that the religion that Christ founded is also public. It also is, is also communal. It is also very visible. So just a private me and Jesus kind of a thing might be a religion, but it's not Christianity. It's not the Christianity that Christ came to found. So if I worship God privately, and individually, that's, that's really very different. So it's kind of worshiping the God within, which is to worship yourself, and that's not very helpful. It doesn't really get you anywhere, and besides, it's not worshiping God. So last week I said, if somebody knocks at your door and says, uh, are you saved? And you say, no, I'm Catholic, and you shut the door. Um, but what did I tell you to say if somebody asks you if you're saved? Yes. Because? Yes, because I'm baptized. We are baptized into the church. That's where that salvation comes from. It's not my own personal stuff. It's not my own fact that I deserved this. Uh, but it's because we are baptized into the church. It's about our connections in the body of Christ. So Jesus didn't say, this is my mind. He said, this is my body. Okay. And if we look at that, we're, we're saved not because it's something we're having a pious thought, but it's our connection to the body of Christ. That's why we make such a big deal out of baptism. But that's also a problem for some folks because they say, oh, you know, we don't buy this baptizing babies because they don't even know what's going on. As if to say that the only way God works in our life is for us to be aware of it which, of course, is heresy. Those of you who are at least my age know that you can look back over times in your life and say, gee, I, I don't know how I got through that, but I know that God was with me or God brought me through that, right? We have that, that kind of a thing. Okay, so you didn't have to be aware of it at the time. You could have been clueless. God still saves you, and so that's why we, we bring baby, we present babies to be baptized because we want that, that grace to be opened up into their lives right away. They don't have to be thinking about it. Thank God I don't have to be thinking about it all the time. God still works in me even when I'm the thickest. But he's still present, huh? And so God working in our lives is not limited to my cognitive awareness or my understanding. 
So that's why this thing about this me and Jesus business and I, just a private thing, um, it sounds really nice. You know, I don't have to go to church. I can go out in the cornfield and I can pray to God. Yes, you can. But the Christianity that Jesus came to found after his name is communal. It is gathered together. And so it's not I go out on my own and do my own thing. Okay? Now the presumption is, is that you have a, a prayer life in your own life as well, not just coming together as a group, but that's very, very different. But it seems to me, though, that the Pentecost is a time for us to come to understand more deeply or maybe at least reflect again on the fact that the scriptures tell us that there are many gifts but the same spirit. And a lot of times we get kind of uh, picky would be a, a polite word to say, as we look at other Christians, or maybe even Christians in our own faith traditions. Scriptures tell us today there's different kinds, different forms of service, different workings, but one of the beauties of the universality of our church is the unity that it brings. Now, one of the things, particularly I think in Western culture and absolutely in the United States, that can be a problem at times, is that we think that unity means uniformity. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't mean being in lockstep with everybody else, okay? We heard that first reading from the Acts of the Apostles, a great one. So the Holy Spirit came down and heard these people from all over who didn't speak the same languages. All of a sudden, they're going, we can really understand each other. Did that mean they all became the same person? No. What brought them together? The Holy Spirit. They didn't give up their identity. But what did they gain? Understanding. And that's one of the things I think that we need, to, we need to pray for more and more and more. You know, the, the breaks and divisions within Christianity and our brothers and sisters um, uh, is, is really not coming to understand what the Holy Spirit can do in our lives. And it's not just between us and our Protestant brothers and sisters. It's, it's within our own denomination, within Catholicism ourselves. So we, we kind of think, well, my way is the right way. And sometimes people talk about a, a possible schism in the Catholic Church uh, in the United States. Whether or not that happens, whoever's breaking off is not understanding what the Catholic universal view is about. So whenever we take the way I want things, the style that I think it should happen, or the philosophy behind it, and that me becomes more important than we, we have a problem. And so one of the beauties of our faith tradition historically, and if you don't know that, then you don't know Catholic history, is that it's not about uniformity. It's about unity, and there's a big difference. So we hear then that, that these gifts are given for the common good, not just to me. I, we're not giving gifts just for me, and look at me, I can do all these great things, but it's always, good for, the, it's always for the common good. So how is what I've been given going to help bring more people together, not, okay, I'm upset, so I'm going to get mad and take my marbles and go someplace else to play. It's, it's not the way it works with Christianity, okay? So to me, whether or not we're talking about our church or our nation or our families, we are always called to bring people together. That's, that's what the Christian way is, is to bring people together. doesn't mean we're always going to agree on things. But to write people off, to stop talking to people, that's sinful. That's sinful, ultimately. 
And so it's how are we connected to people whom we maybe don't even agree with sometimes. Because faith is always going to cost us something. Um, I read this week, maybe you did too, that there was a priest shot to death in Mexico on Monday. And the day before, an 80-year-old guy took a knife to the archbishop in Mexico. Uh, and we think, gee, that's really awful. But the really most awful part of it is that since 2006, there have been over 360,000 murders in Mexico. Those are our brothers and sisters. Whether or not you know them or not, whether or not you even talk about those people or them, they are us. They are us. Because of politics, because of religion, no, because they're part of the body of Christ. And the Holy Spirit brings us together. So one of the things I think about a lot, and I want you to think about on this Feast of Pentecost is this. It's very easy to be divided. Not as a Christian, but it's very easy to be divided. It's very easy to try to go it alone, but not as a Christian. It's very easy to be private, but not as a follower of Jesus. Because the Holy Spirit draws us and inspires us to continue to grow and to repair community. So there may be relationships that you say, oh my God, I've apologized to her X number of times or I invited these people a million times, but I'm going to invite them one more. Because you don't know what will happen. You just do your part, huh? Pope Francis has told us that polarization, division, is not Catholic. And theologically, I agree with them. It's easy to make things either or. It's much more difficult to work for the common good. And that's really what Christians are called to do. So if there's a, if there's a phrase in, in, at Pentecost, it's we are in this together, literally. We're in this together. If it's your family, blood is thicker than water. If it's your church, we're all baptized in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. If we're in this country, it's one nation under God, indivisible. United States doesn't mean we all agree. But that's what we're called to work for. And if you think it's too tough to do on your own, you're absolutely right. But that's why we need the Holy Spirit. Happy birthday, church. Let's try to be the best one we can be.